This is royalty, and this is your loving, gracious, highly favored host, Alex V, the Unproblematic King, joined by Denny the God. Denny, how you doing, man? I'm good, bro. I'm fucking freezing cold, but I'm doing great, you know? Look at the sacrifices Denny does to to make sure y'all get weekly content. That's what I'm saying, and and that way uh, Diane's family can can eat comfortably in the living room and not hear me fucking yell and shit, you know? Um, before we get started, shout out to all the first time listeners, last time listeners, those who listen to show love, those who listen to show hate. We appreciate every single one of y'all. Absolutely, we do. Oh man, episode ninety four. Um, yeah. We have quite a bit on the docket. Um, but before we get there, I do want to I do want to touch base on what happened this weekend, and obviously it was a match of uh, powerhouse in the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the lighthouse with no electricity, the <laughs> New Orleans Saints. And you know what? I don't even want to say – I don't want to burn anybody out, but Denny was trying to get me drunk. Yes, I was. He got and me he, was a Vegas bomb. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was the bait. It was. It was. And, and I knew I knew I was going to be fucked because it tasted really good. And I was like, son of a bitch. That was like yeah. amazing. Yep. I don't keep on another one. Fuck. Uh-huh. But what ended up happening was, you know, they got a, a wee bit busy and our servant really didn't make it back to us. Never so like that was the guardian angel protecting me from Denny balling out at the bar trying to get me drunk. So I appreciate you for ignoring Denny yeah, and no, saving my life. Because you consented of Alec coming out, and I was all for it. No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. All for it. Alec because, was not coming out. Because the same thing, once I once I drank that Vegas bomb, I was like, holy shit, this is bad. This is awful. Because everything, everything tasted good. The The Oktoberfest tasted amazing. And then I got that the Vegas bomb. amazing. Dude, and I was like, oh, shit, this, that's it. That's it. She's gonna come back. I'm gonna order another four or five shots. Going to town. But unfortunately, she never came back. Never came back. Uh, <laughs> well, like two hours. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of crazy. Like, listen, I, like I know, and again, I I'm one of those people that like I don't like to get crazy on um, waiters, waitresses, just because like I know a lot of the times whether it's the kitchen being backed up or them being just overbooked with tables it was no excuse it, it was excessive no, no it was excessive man i mean like the last time that we had seen her was the first quarter and then she talked to us when the game was like almost all like all but over yeah no it was over we were watching the overtime of oh, the vikings bills games yeah and then she had that she had the audacity to be like y'all good but I will say though, just light work, you know. Yeah. I, I will say I, I don't bear I don't wear the Najee Harris jersey very often, but we're two and oh when I wear it. So I guess I should start wearing it for the rest of the way for my season you one should. win bet. You should because he does great for my family. He still only gave me nine points, which pisses me off. And he had what the, the <laughs> most yards he had in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, he got over ninety yards. Yeah, my no, team he, sucks. Uh, fired Dennis Allen. Pete Carmichael, goodbye. Peace out. Mike Tomlin is staying coach for a very long time. I want people to just shut up about it. Might as well just become the next fucking wide receiver coach. I mean, shit. Whatever. 
this ain't really a sports podcast. We'll get into that on, on a different type of conversation. But um, I wanted to start this pod off talking about Kyrie Irving and kind of mm-hmm. like what's what's been happening with that situation. And um, just reading off the off a news article, Kyrie Irving missed Sunday night's uh, 116-103 loss to the Lakers. Listed as suspended by the Nets, uh, he was banned after posting links to an anti-Semitic movie and initially refusing to apologize. He took to social media again on Sunday with a cryptic tweet saying he won't stoke or engage in any strife for bigotry. Quote, I was not put here on earth to participate in any religious political wars or incite racial uh, disharmony, prejudice within communities. We are all equal under the sun and I am here to participate in the building of an equal world and follow this world with the most high. God, yeah. So this all started with Kyrie Irving posting that anti-Semitic film that I believe is on Amazon. And, you know, people are kind of saying, all right, if we're going to hold Kyrie accountable for posting it, why is Amazon allowing this to be sold and uh, transported through their um, through their website? But what what's kind of turned into a huge talking point is. Was he in the wrong for posting that? I think so. Uh, yeah. I think in terms of being a public figure, you have to understand that you are now in a position where everything you say is amplified because mm-hmm. of just you are. the range you have. Exactly, who you are, mm-hmm. the range you have, the how far your network reaches. So you do have to be responsible for the words you say. And you can say whatever you want to say, but – you are responsible for what those words do or are portrayed, whether they're portrayed correctly, incorrectly. It's just things that you have to deal with as someone being in the public light. And it's turned into what I would say an excessive level of uh, punishment, because from what I'm seeing, yeah, yeah, no, the fact that there's, three, six bullet points, Denny, like told me like everything I needed to know with how excessive this was. The NBA has kind of had a black eye on on itself over the whole China situation where LeBron uh, wouldn't comment on things involving China due to some business related things within the NBA, China and everything that goes with the business side of basketball. But for this, he has to apologize and condemn the movie, donate half a million to anti-hate causes. That one. I respect that. I do. But here's the thing with me on that part. Kyrie Irving has already been a very, like he has been supporting a lot of uh, charities that are within this range already. And it's not, it's been beyond more than half a million. It's been in the million range. So like, to me, it's like, I get it, but he, he, he was already doing this sensitivity training anti-semitic training meet with adl jewish leaders meet with joe Sai to demonstrate understanding see bro all of that the the first two i'm okay with everything Makes else sense. yeah everything else is excessive it, uh, look 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 i look for me look what he said it wasn't wasn't right and for me any celebrity whether you're z celebrity or a celebrity you are a target no matter where you go, no matter where you're at, no matter who you speak to, you are a walking target. So you better be careful with what you say, with what you post, with what you tweet. 
Mm-hmm. I even though with him paying, you know, donating five hundred thousand to that to any you know one of the charities, and then having to do a you know I'm sorry video. I respect all that, but it's just like those other two courses, like the courses that he used to take. I don't, I don't see a point to it. It's just a little too. You need to lay off the gas just a little bit. I think just even if you just would add a fine on top of that, that's enough. That suffice. Suspend him from how many games, whatever. That's enough. But having to do all of this is just I don't know. They're just I mean, trying to change the way he is, but you people need to understand, don't change a person. Just let them learn a lesson, and then hopefully they can change on themselves. Don't force it on them. I also think it's kind of cruel and unusual that he has to do all of this before he can return to the court because Josai has been publicly known as kind of like a pushover in the owner circle because of the way Kevin Durant went about his whole situation, everything with the James Harden thing where he got his way out of Brooklyn. Um, obviously this whole situation with Kyrie Irving. So it almost kind of felt like Joe Sy was trying to do a power move and say, Hey, this is how you're going to respect my team. This is how we're going to go about this. Like I'm the owner, like you're, you're an employee to the company that I own. Correct. I, I I want this to be how we set the bar. But I feel like this wouldn't have been received this way if he didn't have to complete it before returning to play. Maybe suspend him for the six games, but then he's back amidst completing all these tasks to make sure he doesn't get suspended later. That, to me, was a better yeah. alternative. Because this just seems like a whole, like, fuck you, Kyrie. We're going to make you an example. And we're going to make sure no one knows, everyone else knows not to do this. Uh-huh. I just think it sends the wrong message, though. And, and it's crazy though because this is an NBA franchise team with their contenders, and you're gonna keep your one of your top players out and lose possible games because you want to throw your dick on the table and show who's fucking whose dick's bigger. Like, come on, bro! Like you're doing this more for yourself than the the whole purpose of the incident. Yeah, and I mean, look. I, I agree with you on the whole winning side, and and that in part could have been a part of saying, "Hey, it, it, it'll be you'll be suspended this this X amount of time, max six games." I think six games was fine. A week of just sitting down and figuring okay. things out, oh, yeah. just you know, yeah. putting things into perspective. But I mean, you have companies out here like Nike saying like they've cut them off, and it's funny because Jalen Brown, amidst the news of Kyrie Irving being. Um, cut from the Nike uh, team and not allowing him to release. I think it was the Kyrie eights. Jalen Brown was like, okay, now y'all want to have a moral standpoint because, you know, it's known that whether they still do it or it's done in their history, uh, the whole child uh, sweatshops and everything else that Nike does illegal in other countries that they get away with because, you know, the infrastructure is a little different out there. Yep. It's, 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 it's tough, man, because, like I think I don't think Kyrie is a bad person. I don't think Kyrie is a, a a hateful person. And again, I'm going off surface information of just what I see on social media. I don't know the man personally. Don't right. indict me because I'm saying I'm trying to come to de- the defense of an athlete. But to me, it just sounds like somebody who is woke and probably needs a little bit of sleep. You know what I'm saying? Like like he's a little <laughs> too woke. You know, <laughs> take a little bit of melatonin, bro. This, this yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's true because I mean, what's the purpose of you sharing that? 
Yeah. In today's, in today's world where people don't even accept the office anymore, you know? What do you mean? You know, now nowadays society is a little bit soft when it comes to certain remarks with with the office. You know, how it was racist and how it's, yeah. uh, you, know, stuff, you know, shit like that. It's just, you know, you have to be extremely careful. Yeah. Unfortunately, nowadays people are a little too soft. Um, at least I think so. So anything anything you would say is gonna offend them. And then, like I said, the, the matter the fact that you are a celebrity it doesn't matter where you are in the chart, you're a target. Anything you say or do will backfire some ways somehow. If yeah. you don't say it the proper way, well, if you don't go and about it, it the way as well. And you know what? Amidst all of this happening, I mean, Brett Favre was in, has recently been oh. in a scandal involving Mississippi State welfare funds. That's and, crazy. like, again, Brett Favre is not playing in the NFL anymore. He's not involved in the NFL in that type of capacity. But the fact that he he's in hot water for his connection with the Mississippi welfare scandal involving the misappropriation of roughly $77 million who has not been criminally yeah. charged – and as far as we know, has uh, or as far as he's stated publicly, has denied knowing that the money he received for different projects was welfare money. But court filings, text messages, and tax records have shed new light on the situation. In this latest development, tax records <laughs> obtained by – and I'm reading this off CBS, by the way, because this yeah. isn't how I talk. Tax records obtained by ESPN and The Athletic on September 28th show that Favre's charity, Far for Hope, funneled more than 130 grand to the University of Southern Mississippi Athletic Foundation from the years of 2018 to 2020. And what? let's see. What? <laughs> what did that get them? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in terms of school success, nothing. But like, yeah. There were messages, and, and I'm going to read these messages. These these are alleged messages um, from that situation. Hold on. Let me just pull this thing up because I'm trying to get. See, Brett Frog should have taken notes from you and not leave any footmarks around, you know? I, I hate that you're trying to have me teach <laughs> Brett Favre how to be a better thief. Um, <laughs> it reads, if you – so this is Brett Favre. If you were to pay me, is there any way the media can find out where it came from and how much? So first of all, Brett Favre must not really know about how um, text messages work because he clearly just <sighs> gave himself away right there. Uh, no, we never have had that information publicized. I understand you being uneasy about that, though. Let's see what happens on Monday with the conversation with some of the folks at Southern. Maybe it will click with them. Hopefully. Okay, thanks. Please, Next day. Wow, just got off the phone with Phil Bryant. He is on board with us. We will get this done. Awesome. I needed to hear that for sure. So clearly this shows here that... Clearly this shows Favre, Brett Favre's age too, because God damn, he's, just reading it makes me sound like it's an old like man reporter. bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. They come on the cheese heads coming to be like, you said boomer, that's insensitive to older people. What? He's acting like this because he lost his fucking, uh, his sponsor with, um, with, with Levi's. That was Wrangler. Oh, is it Wrangler? I, th I think it's Wrangler. Wrangler jeans. Yeah, there's such thing. I thought it was fucking Levi's this whole time, bro. Bro, that's like Kmart brand. No, 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 <laughs> no shame to Kmart. No shame to Kmart. We all shoved the Kmart growing up. We, uh, we did. We did. We did. But ours got shut down here in Moorpark for a reason. Oh, y'all had one. I fucking we forgot did. about that. We did. Look at that's you. Crazy. Here, digging in the fucking. Man, I, <laughs> I knew about those, you know. 
Um, you know, I would go to a Kmart before I go to a Walmart, in my opinion. Mm, nah, I'd, I'd go to a Walmart first, actually. I hate Walmart. Nah, Walmart. Believe it or never mind, I'm not gonna say anything else. Um, Denny, you brought up before we got on the pod mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle's Sunday, um, Sunday Night Live skit. Um, yes. was has come under scrutiny, and, and I'm reading this tweet from uh, and it's so funny because check marks don't mean anything anymore. Thanks, Elon. Um, yeah, <laughs> Dave, and this is from let's see who this is. This is I'm not even gonna give this guy any credit right now. Oh, that's Rudy Rokeman. I don't know who that is. Well, whatever. He says Dave Chappelle's SNL skit was a meticulous and calculated move to desensitize the population from anti-Semitism, getting society to laugh at Jewish traumas and struggles, and normalizing historic tropes by manipulating the average person's pain and redirecting their reactions onto Jews. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I have not heard the monologue. I didn't know that wasn't something that I planned to talk about, but I'll tell you one thing right now about Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle talks with a sense, a sort of unique comedic grace when he touches right. on these types of subjects, yeah. like like the whole trans situation, and that mm-hmm. created this whole Netflix debacle. I I listened to that one, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what, I I'm, I'll tell you what, Denny, I listened to that, and again, it's hard for me to say, oh, that's not offensive because I'm not in that. I'll demo. say it for you, it's not offensive. Okay, you can say that. But in, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, man, I'm the safer one out of, out of us two, man. I, I feel like I'm the one that's like gonna prepare, uh, take care of, or take, keep us alive. <laughs> no, I mean, you have look. I don't think he said anything wrong. Dave Chappelle shits on everybody, but just because you are part of a group that unfortunately does get some weird looks, um, which is which is unfortunate. You know, people are are a little bit sensitive. You know. Um, from my understanding, from the context he said, the two words or that he said that sparked the, uh, you know, the Jews being uh, offended by was the and Jews. If anyone out there has the correct, the exact context, please let us know. Fill us in, pause, because we really want to understand the whole issue that's revolving about Dave Chappelle and. What and how he offended the Jewish community because just from that tweet and then just from what we have, that's all we have at the moment. And I, you know, we're still trying to wrap our heads around it how how it's offensive, you know. Yeah. Plus Dave Chappelle, he, like I said, he shits on everybody. If if I was there, he'd be shitting on me that I don't have a dad. <clears throat> yeah, he, no, he would. He would. And and I just I feel like in these types of situations, it's it's a sensitivity that I think comes with just it's almost like a, an emotional awakening. And I'm going to yeah. say this loosely because I feel like a lot of people are more willing to hear things in a manner that could be taken offensive because and I'll say this, Denny and, and stop me if you're not cool with me saying this on the pod, but. I think you've said stuff on the pod like this before, but Denny makes a lot of jokes about him not having a dad. Facts. Hmm. Ask him. Ask me where, where my dad is. Where's your dad? I have fucking no idea, bro. He's never been in my life. Hmm. I, hmm. I don't know. I, I knew it was coming. I knew something like that was coming. Still, still, still not. Not sure. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm still, I'm still waiting. My mom said uh, he left to get to find milk, but 
I'm about That'd 29 be hilarious years old. So that's actually what you told me when I was four. Imagine. That. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say anything. Um, say but you're ready to sue me. It's okay. I understand. It's okay. Yep. That, it's it's the choo choo train time apparently for Denny. You know he's 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 known as the the man that's had a train ran on him. You know what, Alex? Let's not talk about this nasty stuff when you're the nasty man that wanted to ride me by calling me that I'm your dragon. Okay? You made yourself a dragon. Nope. You called me your dragon. And you well, said we something about, about riding you. House of Dragon. Guess what they do? They ride dragons. So what do you want me to do? You're no, they don't. Not all time. Not all time. Oh, they do. They pet him. So you pet me now? That's disgusting. I do. I'm like, yes. Make sales. <laughs> Make sales. <laughs> um, but back to it. It's like this. This has come up a few times, and again, this is just from my point of view. I'm not saying this is for everybody, but like, things will come up in social media, and it'll be kind of like. Cracking jokes at Mexicans, Hispanics, things things that apply to my demo, and like I hear other people get offended by it, and I'm like, no, nah, this, this is a joke. This is like supposed to be funny. Is we're supposed to we're supposed to be able to laugh at each other. Like as long as it's not like, and there's a way to say it where it sounds fucking yeah. racist or offensive, or you're trying to mock someone's culture. But I feel like if you're coming in a sense in, in a form of comedy, it's it should be okay to be touched because in comedy everyone ain't nobody safe shout out jay ramel like it's one of those situations where <laughs> we should all just be able to crack on each other you know what i mean facts bro but at the end of the day it's the tone and execution with these jokes nowadays mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nowadays okay back then you'd be cracking these jokes and the boy really get offended because that's how it was back then but now you really have to come with a with a nice warm-hearted tone to really kind of show that you're not coming from a racist background, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's just one of those things where I I guess to each their own, but I do think there's a, a little a level of too high of sensitivity when it comes to things like this. Like you know what I mean? Fucking shit. But, but hey, you know what? To each his own, I don't get offended as easy as everybody else. I know us doesn't get offended. Excuse me. No, no, not at all. And and Denny, so, Denny be pushing it too. <laughs> <laughs> you allow yourself. That's different. That's predatory. Um. <laughs> so, but again, it, like if you are offended by the things that people said, I mean, hey, like respectfully, like that's your opinion. But I'm just saying, in terms right. of like the grand scheme of things, I think, I think as a society, we kind of lean to to over exaggerate certain things and. And again, if you're offended, correct. Feel free to, to feel what you feel. But I'm just saying that in terms of what Kyrie's experiencing, what Dave Chappelle experiences in terms of talking about these things, Kyrie Irving was wrong. Dave Chappelle's an entertainer. Two different uh, situations, similar reactions from the media. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to bring up one issue, you better bring up everything else. You better bring yeah. up why they're still making slave movies. You better bring bring up why you know, like you know, they they you know mock Mexicans or the, the Latino community. You know, so you better you better bring up everything and not just one thing. You know, if it's really gonna offend you, in my opinion, at least, because yeah. then people are gonna bring out those cards. And say, well, what about us? You know, why is it only about you? So that's my opinion, at least. Yeah. 
Well, with the Kyrie thing, again, I hope the situation gets resolved. I hope this somehow doesn't push him into retirement. He's not going to do it. I hope he doesn't. I hope I hope it doesn't even come into a, a possible situation. I just yeah. – I it, should, it shouldn't honestly, get that far. Honestly, the best situation for Kyrie, if he gets cut, they cut him because he doesn't want to fucking obey. And I, and look, I'm not, I'm not in favor of Kyrie of you know I'm not on his side of what he said, but yeah, the I don't way they're going him about it, encouraging an anti-Semitic movie. Yeah, either. but the way the owner is going about it, knowing that he is your star player, there's and then you're you're doing this big you know, what's it called? Um, what what you call it? Power. It's like a power trip of him trying power to like. Trip, yeah. yeah. Shit, I don't know why I blanked out. A power trip, you it's know. Heroin. <clears throat> well, that's the, what you gave me. I uh, and you just got us both in trouble somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ay, yeah. Ay, ay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you you're part of my life at this point, so <laughs> you're hey, going yo. down with me. But anyway. Hey, you. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's true. What the fuck? Pause. Anyways, that's what I'm saying. <sighs> but yeah, I just hope that happens. I hope he just gets cut, let go, whatever it is, traded. Don't give a shit. But that owner, owner should have gone a certain way of not being that hard on him. Pause. Yeah, too far, and I hope it's not too late. Um, this past week. We had the passing of Aaron Carter, Nick Carter's younger brother, and his story has been one that has been, as of late, a very troubling. There's been a lot of troubling news from him, tweets, um, in terms of like his mental health and where he stands. And there's a whole dialogue to be had about children's exposure to fame and the ways in which that it affects them differently and how it. It negatively impacts them as we've seen Justin Bieber had his phase Chris Brown had his phase uh, you know now we're seeing it with Aaron Carter uh, there's there's this clip from t- TikTok and, and the reason I set this up and the way I phrased it was because people are saying that a lot of his trauma begins with his parents and I'll play this clip tragically passed away at age 34 and was only two people to blame and those are his parents. Aaron Carter was a massive success in the late 1990s selling 4.5 million albums in the United States and 10 million globally. Off of concerts, albums, and merchandise, his estate made over $50 million. But the money was sadly spent by Aaron Carter's parents, Robert and Jane, who lived a luxurious lifestyle on their son's work. And Aaron Carter's parents personally broke the law not putting money into his Coogan account. Coogan accounts are required by law in the state of California that state that 15% of an actor's income has to go to a savings account for when they're 18. This law was established in 1939 after child actor Jackie Coogan's parents stole all of his money. Jackie Coogan was broke as an adult until he played Uncle Fester in the original Adams Family. For Aaron Carter, his parents weren't paying properly into the Coogan account. He ended up with $2 million when he should have had $20 million. $2 million sounds good, but his parents actually put him $3.5 million in debt to the IRS because they didn't pay taxes on his earnings. So Aaron Carter ended up filing for bankruptcy and still publicly forgave his parents. And Aaron Carter ended up broke doing adult work and only rent. Now he was found overdosed in a bathtub thanks to mom and dad with I'm Charles to learn something. As we see there, it, it, it's, it's a trend. It's, it's the parents who get very greedy that their child is becoming a quote-unquote what I like to call certain... Uh, consistent clients like a cash cow of sorts and 
you know, they didn't go by the correct manner of giving their child financial backing. And on top of that, put him in 3.5 million debt. Denny, he had 2 million in his account and was already down 1.5 million out the gate and still forgave him. I don't know, bro, but parents like that, for me, just from the get-go, they don't care about their kids. No, I I agree. They don't care about that kid. And um, the fact that he stayed forgave him, damn, bro. I mean, you're, you're, you know, rest in peace, but you have a kind heart, a big heart. I would have, I don't, I would probably would never forgive my parents because you're, that's my life. I'm, I'm an adult, right? That, that history that I have is, is past me. So, like, all I really was looking forward to, if I'm putting my shoes in his, is that money. But since he decided to fucking spend it on fucking luxury vacations and fucking, you know, luxury cars or whatever the fuck they bought, you know, instead of my career and my future, fuck you. <laughs> Come on, like, you guys, you guys really built me to fail. And you guys yeah. were in the driver's seat. You know, they were in the fucking driver's seat for him to fail. It's it's such a sad story because, I mean, he, he he's out in that Antelope Valley. I didn't even know he was doing OnlyFans. I didn't know and that we, either. And, 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 you know, OnlyFans in some cases, as we've seen with some people, it's it's like a way of supplementing income because they can't make enough money. So they have to and figure out a side yeah. hustle. But knowing where he's coming from, correct. Yep, it's 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 just a tougher thing to look at because of who he is. I mean, he was. I think he did a celebrity boxing match, if I remember correctly. Uh, I don't remember that, but damn. I mean, I mean, still, that's still like more money than what well, you know us average citizens will make, but. I mean, he's in a different tier. He's in a different lifestyle. So, like, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just um, the whole situation is unfortunate and fucked his parents. Honestly. Like, how? Come on. Like, what? Why? How is it so hard to think of? Like, hey, let's invest one million in so that way when he's, you know, 18, he, he tripled the amount. You know, yeah, man. So it's, hard it, investing. If you are going to spend the money, buy property. You know, buy something that that your son is going to be able to look, you know, look forward to once he gets to that age. But oh fuck, man, I hate his parents. You know, and his parents will forever have blood in their hands. It's fucked and that's up, man. In my opinion, because I mean, come on, like. <laughs> You you're seeing him go down this path. Like, what are you doing to help? Oh, man. How are you doing? Just shitting. Yeah. Just, just keep shitting on this. It's fucked up. I don't know, bro. You look at this know. whole situation, and then and then there's other reports, and I think we I've seen um, not proof, but substantial information that validates these claims that. He kind of had a falling out with his brother. He was always trying to kind of live up to certain standards to be recognized by his brother. Uh, 
Nick Carter came out with a very heartfelt oh. message about it. And, you know, it's tough because you'd see certain things that he would post on social media. And he even reached out to Kanye, I, th- I think, a few months ago about, you know, wanting to reach out to him about what he was saying. And, like, you know, it's just it's just tough, man, because I remember being a kid and getting, like, Reese's, like, puffs and his CD was in there. And, like, I was like, <laughs> what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, he crazy. has a song with Shaq or something. Like, like he has... He's had a quite the ride uh, as a kid star, and the fact that he didn't get to enjoy the fruits of his labor is just, yeah, man, like you said, man, the, the the parents the parents played a role in this 100 percent because he shouldn't have honestly, been behind the eight ball off off rip. Yeah, and I, and I, honestly, I think it, the brother kind of plays a little bit of a fault as well. So at the end of the day, I don't know. I feel like he never. Oh, I'm not sure what the history is of how many times he tried to help, right? Because I feel mm-hmm. like I do believe as well as like, like if you help, you know, you have a limit of how much you can help, you know. And at that point, if they don't want to receive the help, or if they don't want the help, or they don't accept it, it's just like there's nothing you can do. Your hands are tied, you know. Yeah. But you know when you can kind of tell when the, the individual is crying for help, but doesn't want to ask for it, you know. That's that's yeah. the perfect time for you to step in. So that's unfortunate. And I, you know, I hate to put the blame as well on him, but it's an it's a family thing that they could have find a way, even with the situation that they were in, to to make a better situation, whether it was minimal or not. You know. <sighs> yeah, man. No, it's it, it's brutal, man. I prayers to his family, prayers to his loved ones. Like it's, it's it's sad, man. Like the, it is sad. His life didn't have to go that route, and unfortunately, it did. And mm-hmm. you know, but from questionable parenting to um, what I would say a very encouraging response from a legend. So Magic Johnson uh, had shared in a recent interview about how he f- helped his son EJ become comfortable to come out to him. So, you know, I've seen this happen with family friends where, you know, in Hispanic families, it's the machismo. And, you know, they'll say things along the lines of, hey, my son ain't going to be gay. Fuck that. going to have no gay kid. And then, and then one of their kids ends up being gay. And it's kind of crazy watching the humbling of like that parent having to kind of backtrack and prove not maybe it's prove just, or, or show to their kid that they will still be accepted. They will still be loved right. because there are people that cannot be open or true to themselves with their family. And that's just gotta be something that just weighs on your soul because you can never be yourself to them. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And it sucks. It sucks that they feel like that because that, that, Builds a lot of like depression, anxiety. Resentment. Really, yeah, it can really, it can really ruin somebody, you know. And I think as a parent, I wouldn't want my kids to feel like that, you know. I I try to be as open that uh, with with my oldest, you know, like anything, any conversation she wants to have with me, you know, I want I, I I would be open up to it, and if whatever she wants to do with her life, you know. I want her to discuss it with me. I'm not, I, you know, I always tell I'm never going to criticize you. I'm never going to yell at you. I'm always going to accept you because you're my daughter. 
no matter what, you know, I love you. And, you know, you, you know, you, except you're, you're, you're my blood, you're my daughter and whatever you do, I'm always going to have your back. So that's, that's the type of conversations that I think any parent should have with, with the kids, especially I'm starting to see a little bit more of like the older culture, the older Latinos, you know, even the, the older cats from different cultures as well, where the little bit more open, a little bit more understanding just because it's, you know, um, being gay is, is becoming so, so huge, you know, in the world where, you know, you know, they're finally getting accepted. Yeah. I mean, I would say it's more becoming more publicly accepted to be spoken about out loud. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. And just to see it from, you know, someone who, you know, being an athlete, you know, you would think your child is going to follow in your footsteps and, you know, in the macho man era, you would think, you know, it's going to be a tough transition. So this is magic magic Johnson on Shannon Sharp's podcast club. Shay Shay. How was that conversation? And then how were you able to get past that? Because like they say, there's really no manual of how to be a parent yeah. because you're going to be throwing curveballs that you don't have any idea how to hit, right. but you just got to sit there and say, okay, let's work through this. Yeah. How were you able to, to, to have a conversation with him and say, EJ, you're my son. I love you. If this is the life you want to live, Live it to the fullest. Well, Shannon, that's an excellent question and how you phrased it too and put it together. Um, in the beginning, I was like any other day. Oh, I'm going to get him in sports. Right. And, you know, and so. Did he ever like sports? No. And so when we start first soccer and then football, he like, mm-mm. And then, you know, I saw early on, he's playing with Dow. Right. Like to play dress up. But then if I come in, he would hide all that. Right. right? But I saw it. Right. You know? And so, um, I think as he got older and older, you start seeing it, mm-hmm. but he never said anything. Right. And so I think he was trying to keep it from me. Right. How was that conversation? Mm-hmm. And then how were you able to get past that? Because like it's. And Sorry. then finally, you know, he felt strong enough that he could finally tell me. Right. And so he made me change. Right. And so it wasn't he had to adjust. I had to adjust. Correct. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Did I told, mom know. Yes. Mom knew. So you always talk to he, he, Okay. Okay. You always okay, talk okay, to his mom. Okay. Okay. Right. So Cookie knew. And so Cookie. But she never told you. She right. was waiting on him. him. to tell me. Right. Right. So, and I finally told him, I said, let me tell you something. You're my son. I love you. Yeah. I don't care. You want to be a gay, gay man? I'm supporting that. Right. I'm supporting that. I'm supporting you. And when he finally uh, announced it to the world, and see, I saw all the letters that came in around the world that he affected all these other young people who wanted to come out right. to their parents right. and gave them the strength to do it. I said, wow. So now we're like best of friends. Right. And I, and then finally, you know, he felt strong enough to tell, him all, the, to tell him all the time, I'm so proud of you. You know, live your life. Just like I, I'm living my life. Right. So live your life. Right. Love who you want to love. Right. Dad is going to support you right. all the way. Right. So it's really beautiful. And guess what? He cried. He needed to hear that. Right. Because he was waiting because he, some of his friends didn't get that support. Right. Right. But he wanted, he needed your affirmation. That's he right. Needed, he needed confirmation from his dad. That's right. His mom. Yeah, mom, I know that. Mm-hmm. But I need Urban Magic Johnson. Yes. I need him to say it's okay. That's right. And, and we all got to love our children no yeah. matter what they decide to <laughs> That's do. That's their life. That's right. Yep, exactly. 
Exactly, bro. Everything Matt Johnson's on point, bro. You have to adjust. Not the kids. It's you. You have to adjust. Yeah. You have to accept. Have their back. That's all they want. Your kids only want you to accept them for who they are. That's that's the that's what kills kids' self-esteem. Why kids feel so lonely and all that. Those mix of emotions. So have your kids back, man. Definitely. Yeah, man, and just you you hear these situations like with the story of Gabriel Fernandez, which is that eight-year-old boy from yeah. Palmdale, California, who was mistreated, abused by his... Mistreated step- light work. Very light. Abused and tortured to the, for a period of months. Yeah, was murdered by his mother. Mm-mm. And the, the, the father figure in this role... Didn't he encourage abuse it? Was, the, yes. The abuse was motivated because they thought he was gay. Oh God! I you gotta think that. about what it. Yeah, that was that was that. That's why I wanted to Google it because I wanted to make sure that's that little part of the detail was was there. But part of that motivation to do that to that kid was because they were kind of I don't know if it was trying to toughen him up or you know that you know beat the gay out of him. You know, like like there's a real nasty thought process that it comes from from people with that level of excessive like toxic masculinity. And I know women love to use that word for like basic stuff but like this is toxic masculinity <laughs> it's like like this is what toxic masculinity is yeah, it's it is. not it's not uh i don't even go anywhere but you know what i'm saying like it's it's th- there's this re- level of required like masculinity that comes with you know being the son of magic johnson being the son of lebron james being the son of scotty pippen you know it, there comes this level of expectations from you and in this new era where people are allowed to be open. I mean, the NFL recently had, I think a couple of players come out either before while they played or after they played that they were, they were gay mm-hmm. and it didn't have the greatest reception in social media. I mean, Carl Nassib, I think he's on the bucks now. Okay. He used to be on the Raiders, but like people like it's the internet, the internet's going to internet. Twitter's going to Twitter. Yeah. Really just, it's not a good place for someone that can't handle that type of attack verbally online. But EJ, like Irvin dis- discussed, EJ was hiding himself from his father because he was afraid of how his father would react. Yeah. Because, you know, he knew people that didn't have that support from their father or their mother and how it affected them. And it's traumatizing, man. Like, there's people that cannot be themselves with their family, with their loved ones, even with their friends. And, and they have to leave, live like a double life where, you know, he wanted to play with dolls and every time his dad would come in the room, he'd hide them. You know what I mean? It, it's such a, it's such a shift, especially like Danny, with your experience of actually being a, a father of like that opportunity where you could either make or break your connection with your child. Because the moment I feel like, especially growing up, if you lose comfort with your parent, it's like the you stunt the growth of the relationship that you have. Like, I was blessed that my father was always like super open to talk, super open to like be there for me and like communicate with me. And we have a great relationship to this day. 
Mm -hmm. Just like you talked about how you're very uh, open with communication with your daughter and how you tell her that regardless, you're always going to love her and support her. And it's like that type of support in your adolescence, when you're becoming who you think you are, who you think you're going to be and what you ultimately want to become as a person, not having that parental support doesn't make home a home base to you. And I think hearing this like from Magic Johnson yeah, is beautiful and hearing it from you is beautiful mm -hmm. because it just lets us know that as a society, you know, men aren't going to be uh, cut out, uh, you know, a cut out copy of the machismo that dominated the 90s and the 80s, 70s and before then. Correct. So it's just awesome to he have these conversations be open and you know, we hear these stories of, of the unfortunate um, abuse and torture that Gabriel Fernandez had due to his yeah, mother yeah. and the boyfriend. And we got to look at those and be like, we got to be better than this. We got to continue to grow as a society and make sure our kids, our loved ones feel supported, feel appreciated, feel noticed, feel acknowledged. And that's how we we always talk about making the world a better place. This is the steps we got to take. Yeah. Facts. Each person as an individual. Absolutely. Absolutely, bro. And I think also a lot of it has to do with with people who want to become parents is doing a little bit of self-reflecting of how you want your child to grow up. You know, a lot of us come from broken homes, right? Whether we don't get support from one parent or the other. So you got to reflect on that, understand what's right and what's wrong and how and how to go about certain situations. And then I think if you do that, I mean, you fully understand what it is to be a true, you know, a, a parent when it comes to these type of conversations and and knowing that you don't really have the power of navigating your child's life. You know, your, your child's yeah. life is, is their life and whatever they want to do, you know, you have to support it. You know, it's your kid. Come on, man. How you how are you not going to support your kid? You know? How are you not? I mean, I get, I know there's people that that won't, and they're they're super, they're super when it comes to uh, being strict to their, uh, I guess you can say, foundation of life, right? Um, but hopefully, people like that can change and really uh, accept their kids for who they really are, because that's all they want, man. The kids, they're yeah. innocent, innocent, innocent kids, man. At, at a certain age, they don't know what's right and what's wrong. Of, they just know, want love, they, man. Yeah, they just they just they do. They just want love. They do just want love. Oh yeah, man. But that was awesome though. Awesome what Matt John said. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, I I've had it on the on the topic sheet for like a week or two, but I wanted to like really dig into it, really, really speak on it. And mm -hmm. yeah, man. Um yeah, now it's time for you to go to the foster homes and go to all your 22 kids. Hey, I accept it for who you are. I only came here for this reason. I would be a very, very, very involved parent if I had a kid. I don't. So uh, I'm not going to. First of all, Danny, I talk about adopting. You talk about. Adopting your own kid from the foster system, yes, I. It's I, not my own kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. No, um, I, you know, adopting has always been in my plans too. Like in case, like for some reason, my sack ain't fucking all there. You know, kids ain't running around the streams and shit like that. I. No, you got you got mad kids. 
Yeah, I've definitely seen like three Denny's like in bleep the in the bleep city. In the bleep city, nope. Only got two kids. Don't put me and you in a coffin, Alex. I hate that. You know, I got we got our dad <laughs> on the pod because I really want to ask her if that's true and why. But we'll we'll doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter if it's true. It's just gonna happen. Ah, Jesus Christ! All right, you know what? We just had a very wholesome conversation. I think yeah. it's time we have some 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 toxic conversation. Well, Denny sent me this TikTok, and I thought. You know what? The way Denny talks, I would like to hear his answer live on the pod. And here we go. Your significant other in the crib. Your significant other's crying. You ask what's wrong, they like my ex just died. Get out. <laughs> I love that. Happy to hear that. What? Now, all I, what I would do is I would ask her, hmm? "Yo, why are you crying? You miss him?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> if she said yes, I'm it's like, ex from six years ago. Bro. If she, she said yes, I'm like, yo, you want to go hang out with the nigga? <laughs> God damn. God damn. It's not wrong, bro. Hey, what the fuck? Like, what's your take on that? <sighs> fuck. That's no, that's not no, Alex. Say, say with the chest. Say with your fucking chest. That's just fucking funny. I mean, that is such a wild. I mean, I'm glad I've never been in that situation because, like, I, I, I think genuinely, I'd be like, I, I think I'd be shocked. Like, like, oh fuck. Like, in my head, I'd be like, damn, I really got to deal with this. Like, not, now, 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 we have to have a conversation about this. But my thing is, like, like I'm petty when it comes to certain things like that. I know you're petty. I know you're petty as well. Nah, I've grown. So like for me, like I would say some out of pocket shit, like, well, why don't you go, you know, jump off a cliff and you're gonna join him? <laughs> jump off? You <laughs> would say that? You? <laughs> I mean, you just disrespected me for thinking of your ex. Jeez, oh, I don't know. About, <laughs> that is funny, dude. It's it's Come a on, crazy no? situation, man. I, like, I mean, why? I feel like in your situation, that's crazy. I mean, I'll, I'll take. I know a cliff. If you. <laughs> That might be the pot title. I know a clip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write that down right now. I'm not going to let that one slip away. Yeah, that's it right there, bro. No cliff. I mean, I'm, I mean, come on, bro. Like, like I'm over here giving you my all. And you could. I, okay. Unfortunately, he passed away. I'm not going to say I'm sorry, but it's unfortunate. You know? But how does that affect me and your relationship? Our lives, you know, as a unit, <laughs> yo, like, come, like, that's crazy, bro. You know, like, now, now I'm forever gonna think like you're thinking about this motherfucker, you know? All right, cool. You want to think about your ex? I'm gonna think about my several exes. I'll take it up a notch. Oh, God. Do that? <laughs> yo, it's, see, it's a pity party with me, bro, because for me, it's just so disrespectful. I think it's disrespect. It's like almost <sighs> getting spat in the face, you know. That's that's crazy. I'm just thinking. I'm trying. I'm trying. Like, if you guys just started dating, even then, that's weird. But I don't think it's as bad as like in your situation oh. where y'all have a kid, y'all have time with each other. Like that's like damn. if I was, if I was, if, if I can convert into a broad for one day, I throw hands. Convert into a what? Uh, a broad, a female. Oh, I thought you said a rod. Pause. I was like, what? Are you gonna fuck her to death? <laughs> 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 oh yeah, I throw a hand. Fuck yeah. Oh, just put on the wig. Fuck it. 
Oh my god! You know what I really want to do? What? I kind of want to edit you on this photo. What photo? <laughs> for, Alex, for those no. of you on the, Alex, on the audio, this is I, the National I, I Geographic determined that Americans will look like in 2050, and it's nothing but a bunch of Nick Cannons because that mo- that motherfucker has. I think 13 kids in total. It's gonna with the be ones on the you way? because I said that you are the one that founded and are the CEO of the foster system. That I'm not doing that to myself. I'm not doing that to myself. I'm putting your face. I'll do, I'll do that shit. Nah, nah, because you're gonna make them look all the same, and that's not the point. No, we're not. Look at that. All I gotta do is just fit their face into the, right there, and their hair is popping out. Bang. That's it, bro. That's how oh they God. did too. Well, maybe yeah, mm. that one looks. Yeah, that one looks fucked up, bro. What do you mean? The 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 fucking bottom the the bottom row, the second one to the left. That one belongs in That's hill. A boy. In uh, hill was it hill of eyes or hill hill have eyes or whatever. Oh my called? god, Danny! That's <laughs> someone's kid. That's, that's Nick Cannon's kid right there, man. That's fucked up. Well, I'm sorry, but I mean, I'm not gonna be the one that say that all kids are. You know, nah. Yeah. Don't even finish what you're saying because I don't like where <laughs> that's going. Um, serious question. You sent me a story of a woman that was pulled over in an airport, and apparently she had a butt plug on her neck, and inside said butt plug. There was the ashes of her deceased boyfriend. Now, Danny, yeah. is that how you want Diane to carry you around in a butt Absolutely. plug? Absolutely. So, is this like some sort of like unique, deep way of sh- showing her that you're a pain in the ass in in real life and in the afterlife? I mean, there's no other way for me to fucking go about it. I mean, that's the that's only crazy. way. That's the that's, that's the only way. She better wear it. You let, not, you not let me her. say that, and you said no. Nah, she better wear it. Like, wait, wear it on her chest or like, uh, like on her nah, like. She better, put it, she better fucking into that shit. Oh Fuck. my god! Why did I even set this conversation up? That's disgusting. <laughs> fucking walk, walk with it. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna tell her that you said this. You know, I, I'll tell her right now too. Let's <laughs> see her. God, but, hey, you're gonna make it to episode ninety-five. <laughs> when I pass away. I want you to burn my ashes, put it in the butt plug, and I want you to wear that shit. That's when I know you really love me. Oh, that's crazy. <laughs> All right. All right. You know what? I think this is a good point to wrap things up. Um, well, hold up. You never us give, on... your, give us your answer, though. I said I, I'm flabbergasted. I have no idea what the fuck I would nah, do in that. Answer. What are you going to do? Wait, wait. Are, you, are you talking about the, the TikTok? Yeah. Oh, thank God. I think you asked me to go the butt plug. I'm like, no, you better no, not put no. me in a butt plug. I mean, do you want to be in a butt plug? I already or? said what I want to happen when I die. <sighs> yeah, you want me to bring all your stable. You That's not to- anything I said. I said I wanted, mariachi, I wanted okay, to be, we'll I wanted to be turned into a diamond. I said I wanted oh, to be turned look, into look, a diamond look, and then I'll shine. Basketball. I'll bring a basketball hoop so that way you're brought some basketball around where you're going to be dug into. Pause. I don't know if I said that right. But whatever, you know. And I'll put a fire, and then we can start doing like the rain dance. But it, it'll be the Alec dance. I'm done with you. 
No, but legit, what would you do? Like, let's say if uh, your your trophy wife is like, "Hey, I'm." You gotta stop saying trophy wife. You're giving out the wrong message. <laughs> what? What's wrong with a trophy wife? It's, there's nothing wrong with it, but I'm. That's not. It's that's not directly what I'm like. Yo, I want a trophy wife. Y'all just assume that because y'all think I'm like rich. Are you gonna deny those allegations? <clears throat> <laughs> you see, so I'm not. Listen, listen, listen. If you if if you would like to know my uh, information, y'all can hit up my accountant. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll set up a, a speed, you know, a speed dating, um, sometime this month. So that that's you nuts. Can... You are not speed dating on on what? the month of thanks. Yeah. Bro, it's the World Cup. We don't got time to speed date. Bro, the World Cup. The games are at two in the morning. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm gonna be sleeping after six. <laughs> What are you doing up at that that late, Alex? Other than watching up work? six in the morning? No, no, no. Before that, two in the morning watching soccer. Yeah, are you? I don't know, Alex. You don't look like a soccer guy. Just because you put up. I'm gambling on all the games. Shout out Jessica, my oh. brother Eric, and my, and my brother Alan. I'm taking a shot now. Anyone that's gonna play Mexico, bet against Mexico. I'm taking a shot. They suck. Unfortunately, wait. Bet, bet on Mexico or against? No, bet, bet against Mexico. Yeah, no, especially that's, that's, in Argentina. That's that's what I heard from from the from the, the people telling me. It's, yeah. it's not looking. It's not looking good for for. Uh, it's just it's just they don't know how to they they don't know where to put the players. They don't want to bring in other players who can really contribute. It's just it's it's a, it's a mess. It's a fucking mess. So, but anyway, you still haven't answered the question, Alex. What would you do if your trophy wife was like, "Hey, look, <laughs> I, I so- I'm crying over my ex because he just passed away," and you're like, and you're like, what, two three years in to that panini? You know? No, nah, that's not panini. <laughs> no, nah, that's nuts. Um, I don't, I don't, I have no idea what I would do. I feel like I feel like I just I feel like I would just react. I I honestly do not know how I would react to that. I it's just gotta be a reaction for me because I'm telling you, I just can't even fathom that that would happen. (laughs) No, I'm being honest, dude. If you're two three years in with somebody, and and their ex dies, why do they got? Why is there so much talk with your ex? See, that's what I'm saying. That's what I always say. I know you want me to say I'm a killer or something. I'm not gonna say that. I didn't. I didn't say. Killer her. I what mean, would you do to Diane if, if, if tomorrow she cries? I, oh my God, uh, Rigoberto has passed away. That's a funny uh, name. It is a funny name. I apologize uh, if that is an actual name for her list. Oh no, actually, don't, don't find out. Don't find that, out for your own mental health. No, I'm good. <laughs> Same reason why she doesn't ask. So it's all good. I I never want to know. I never ever want to know. That who... needs to be a topic. I don't know if you guys talked about that before, have you? We have, but we can do it again with new people because you weren't in that conversation, and we could dig into it because I, for one, absolutely, I don't we want. Need, it. We I need don't to want share that on that because we need to understand why, why the question, you know. I think I can find somebody to talk about that. Because... I know who you can find. That's fine. No, because the I, one person I know that I thought of at first second, she's been on record saying that she doesn't want to know. Mm. She also admitted that women don't really want the truth. And that was one of my theories that I that I, I don't think women really want the truth. They they like to say they want it. 
that's but a they whole don't really ordeal. want it. That's a whole different ordeal. Women, you know, no, sorry, no, no, yeah, that's that's a whole different can of worms altogether. I agree <laughs> yeah. with you. It's it's because listen, dude, like I'm telling you right now, I don't think there's. I mean, I don't think there's an exact cry about. Like this isn't me being mean. It's just like. Man, like I'm so far removed that it's just like, yo, like, oh, like, yo, hey, prayers out to your family, like, for real, See, prayers out to your family, like, like, I mean, yeah, tragic, yeah, but course. like, t- for me to come to tears, I don't, uh, for it to like ruin that, my day, oh, yeah, yeah dude, no, <laughs> I, look, if, if it's listen, I don't think there's exes of mine that are gonna be like, oh my god, Alex died, no, they'll be like, oh man. GGs, you know, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like it is what it is, man. Like, like we're not in each other's lives anymore. I don't expect, I don't think I'd be like, oh my God. Oh my God. I would. I'd be like, oh damn. And then I had to remember, oh yeah, rest in peace. And then I'll continue with my life. I would just be like, yo man, prayers out to, to their family. You know, hey, that's tough times, but I'm not going to go out here and let it ruin my whole day. <laughs> I mean, I'm focused on a new person. The fuck am I going to be wasting my tears for somebody who I do not care anymore about at all? (laughs) It's like I want to agree with you, but you say it's so, like, spicy. And I'm like, nah, (laughs) someone's going to perceive this as, like, this negative-ass conversation. I'm like, nah, that's Denny. Like, like, dude, I I swear to God, if there's somebody out there that would cry, please, please DM us and give us a reason why. Yeah, would you cry yeah. if your ex passed away? Yeah. And, and, and let's say you're not in a relationship. And let's say if you are in a relationship, like oh, not in a relationship? Yeah. I'm not crying. If, I'm not crying right now. I'm not, I'm not gonna cry. I, I feel like bad. I'm like, fuck, dude, that's a loss of life. Like no one does like I'm not yeah. saying people deserve to die. Yeah, for that second I'm like, like Damn, that sucks, you know. You but know, you if know, I'm, if, if, I'm gonna focus on my wings, you know. If 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 I'm at the bar, I'm like, well, hey, fuck it. Yeah, no disrespect to the individual. No, but... no disrespect. No, listen, no disrespect. This is how life works, you know. Like, Man, like come on, I, speak, I, I don't even speak neg- negatively about exes when I talk about them. It's it's all love. It's like, yo, they were just a chapter of my life. That I was a chapter of their life. That's they're all, all learning. It this, is. You know? Yeah, yeah. learning lesson. I learned. They learned. It's it. It's a mutual. It's a mutual class called life. And until you graduate to your wife, that's just the strife you got. Like it, it is what it is. That's why I'd be petty as fuck. I, he, this guy's petty. I'm unproblematically just minding my business. I'm not trying to start no drama. Alex, 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 stop playing the fool. You would be petty as fuck. Okay. How? You would. How would I be petty? How, how would I be petty? Because look, it, it will take you some time, right? You'll to probably, get ready? No, no, you, it'll, it'll take you some time to really digest the whole thing, bro. I'm not crying. I, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm saying like, if your significant other was crying, nah, like you, nah, nah, I'm gonna be like, what's, what's, I, what's going on here? I feel like Alex is just like, all right, well, it's time to call my host. Denny. <laughs> what? Denny. You gotta fucking relax. <laughs> Just, I, I don't even know what you're talking about. Who has hoes here? Besides I you. Know. Oh, I forgot. You, you say you see call them a stable now. Man, and then, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm no nothing. There's nothing. Oh. I am just a a yeah. 
Man, I'm just bro. I'm at yeah, work right now. Like, what are you talking are, about? I'm at work an right now. Is that what you? Is that what you're gonna tell me? I'm a what? Entrepreneur. Fuck yeah, man! Look at me out here fucking working yeah, at, at these hours of the night. <laughs> these hours. It's kind of weird that you're there that late, you know, with the camera. I knew you were gonna try to make this nasty it. somehow. <laughs> it I'm ain't that, saying. man. <laughs> it ain't that my G. We ain't shooting nothing. Oh, good, bro. Hey, whatever you gotta do to make income, you know? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> whatever I gotta do to make income. What are you doing to make income? Nasty uh, fuck. Selling. Mm-hmm. Selling and... ass? Nope. I don't do that. Not what I heard. It's not I what I heard. Nope. Why are you gonna put us it is in, not in... what I heard. Why are you gonna put us in it a... is not why okay situation? Seriously, no, no, tell Diane. She's got to come on the next pod, even if it's for like a quick cameo. I need to find out why my life is tied to you and if I need to get life insurance. Uh, uh, well, no, no, yeah, I have life too. insurance. No, I, I have life insurance now, but I might have to put some on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> this sounds pretty pretty legit. But um, yeah, man, I don't know what I would do. I don't know what I would do. I it's I it's it's gonna be an organic reaction. I don't know how I'm gonna act, but you know, hopefully, I don't get put in that position because I don't even want to know what where my brain would be at. I'm too petty. Mm. Yeah, no, the, you, women should not be doing that to Denny. Denny's a menace. Dennis the menace. Yeah, I I definitely be a menace. It, my 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 rule of thumb is like if if you ever do me wrong, I would do the best. To make it seem like you had no relevance in my life. Yo, even if they do me right and they dip, I'm still not acting I'm like I'm still going to do the same, you know? Well, I think that's what you should do, is you yeah. should just not pay nobody any mind. Like, you shouldn't yeah. be paying your ex's mind. They shouldn't be paying you mind. You just, yeah. like, like if there's no, um, if there's no infrastructure for a friendship to blossom from it, and y'all just gonna go your own separate ways. Just mind your business. Well, even if there's a friendship, you still got, I still want them to hurt more than me. All right, all right. Den- See, this is what I'm saying. Danny's problematic. I'm a problematic. <laughs> it's, just, it's just life, man. I'm just saying. Why waste this my is, damn time? This is verified, not even on Twitter. This is verified here. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we'll wrap this thing, this thing up here. But uh, follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Follow, 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 follow. Royalty Network. Um, we're gonna go to final thoughts. Danny, start us off. Well, my major thing is support your kids in any in any way in any aspect. They look up to you. Support them with whatever career path, with whether whatever you know path they want to go in life. That's all they want. They just want your love. They want your support and your love and. It's crucial to give that to them at a young age because then they'll be able to to really understand that you love them even during the darkest hours, you know? So just be there for your kids no matter what. My final thoughts are be careful with those who consistently victimize themselves instead of taking accountability. Life is about growth and neglecting your role in situations only clouds your perception. Damn. Um, what? Did you write that down? I did. I did. You know what's Damn. funny? You know what's funny? Is is when I'm at work with my pops and I it's mowing lawns, I'm by myself, I'm helping my dad out whenever he oh, like yeah. needs someone to, to take care of it. Mm-hmm. Bro, I be having 
the most insane thoughts and ideas in my brain while I'm just mowing along because it's just like I'm not it's not zen it's just I have a lot of time to think to myself and I'm just like yeah. bangers I think, I think it's kind of like therapeutic in a sense because I used to mow lawns too and that shit would I fucking love that shit because it was so calming you know so calming and you're really only doing one thing so you and since I'm by off. myself I have my so, own schedule so I'm kind of going at my own pace just mm-hmm. yeah kind of shut everything um, up what you're doing and thinking yes um announcement all right so 94 drops this week 95 95 drops six six seven eight nine episode 100 drops on the 30th of december so episode 100 our new year kind of I don't know, Danny. Should, should we start a song? Should we should we bring back the weekly songs on the hundredth episode or one hundred and one? I feel like we should go out with a bang on the hundred. Okay, go out the bang with that hundred. Song. Let's let's figure out another name for it. But the songs at the end of the pod will come out, and I think we're gonna do it either lyric video or music video. So. Hopefully YouTube lets us have it. If not, it'll be strictly on the um, audio version and the Spotify version because on Spotify, it comes up on your phone. Oh, look at that. Royalty gang gang. Um, and, um, you know, you, you, you it'll be kind of like um, like a 106 in Park like oh, I love approach. That. Yeah, oh, yeah. So we'll kind of do like like music videos. And we'll we'll figure out if we're gonna do the whole video or or uh, or just a minute of it like I was doing before. We'll figure that out. But um, that wraps up episode ninety four. There's a beauty in transparency. There's a beauty in discrepancy. This is royalty. Peace. Love.